0: Coming up on 5-Minute News. Biden ending U.S. support for Saudi-led offensive in Yemen. GOP eyes path to power by making peace with the far right. And U.S. rushes to catch up in the race to detect mutant viruses. It's Friday, February five. I'm Anthony Davis. Joe Biden announced on Thursday that the United States was ending support for a grinding five-year Saudi-led military offensive in Yemen that has deepened suffering in the Arabian Peninsula's poorest country, calling the move part of restoring a US emphasis on diplomacy, democracy and human rights. The war has created a humanitarian and strategic catastrophe, Biden told diplomats in his first visit to the State Department as president. This war has to end. The Yemen reversal is one of a series of changes, Biden laid out on Thursday, that he said would mark a course correction for U.S. foreign policy. That's after Donald Trump and some Republican and Democratic administrations before his often aided authoritarian leaders abroad in the name of stability. The announcement on Yemen fulfills a campaign pledge, but it also shows Biden putting the spotlight on a major humanitarian crisis that the United States has helped aggravate. The reversing of policy also comes as a rebuke to Saudi Arabia, a global oil giant and US strategic partner. Saudi Arabia responded on Thursday, welcoming an assurance by Biden that the US would continue cooperation on the kingdom's defence. The ending of US support for the offensive will not affect any US operations against the Yemen-based Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said. Biden also announced an end to relevant US arms sales, but gave no immediate details on what that would mean. The administration already said it was pausing some of the billions of dollars in arms deals with Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia's main partner in its Yemeni offensive. Over the course of 24 hours this week, House Republicans voted to defend a freshman conspiracy theorist with a history of violent rhetoric and a mainstream party leader who backed Donald Trump's impeachment. The seemingly conflicting moves signal that Republican leaders, particularly in the House, are betting they can return to political power by cobbling together a coalition featuring both pro-Trump extremists and those who abhor them. The votes also suggest that Washington Republicans are unable, or unwilling, to purge far-right radicals from their party, despite some GOP leaders' best wishes. House Democrats voted Thursday to do what their Republican counterparts would not the night before, stripping first-term Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene of her committee assignments and leaving her effectively powerless to influence policymaking. The move follows outrage over Greene's use of social media to promote bigotry, anti-Semitism and violence against Democrats linked to the pro-Trump conspiracy theory known as QAnon. The Georgia Congresswoman delivered a speech on the House floor before Thursday's vote indicating that she stopped believing in QAnon in 2018 She declined to apologize for her specific claims which included suggesting that a wealthy Jewish family may have used space lasers to ignite California forest fires for financial gain Despite its world-class medical facilities and its vaunted centers for disease control and prevention the US fell behind in the race to detect dangerous coronavirus mutations and it's only now beginning to catch up The problem has not been a shortage of technology or expertise. Rather, scientists say, it's an absence of national leadership and coordination, plus a lack of funding and supplies for overburdened laboratories trying to juggle diagnostic testing with the hunt for genetic changes. Viruses mutate constantly. To stay ahead of the threat, scientists analyse samples, watching closely for mutations that might make the coronavirus more infectious or more deadly. But such testing has been scattershot. Less than 1% of positive specimens in the US are being sequenced to determine whether they have worrisome mutations. Other countries do better. Britain sequences about 10%, meaning they can more quickly see threats coming at them. That gives them greater opportunity to slow or stop the problem, whether through more targeted contact tracing, possible adjustments to the vaccine, or public warnings. CDC officials say variants have not driven recent surges in overall US cases but experts worry that what's happening with variants is not clear and say the nation should have been more aggressive about sequencing earlier in the epidemic that has now killed over 450,000 Americans. Daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, But I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts.